I wanted to start today off technically by reciting a poem for you oh. guys, but I haven't written said poem. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've only got the title and it's called Fluorescent Prepubescent. And oh, it that's was supposed to be. It was supposed to be an Arctic Monkeys parody song of uh, fluorescent adolescent. I mean, you can all do it next centered. Week. I know, I know. It was supposed to be sort of centered on this uh, young schoolboy character, kind of a kids' bop version of fluorescent adolescent but i haven't written any of it i've just got the idea in mind well i've I've written some but that goes to show you the immense power of alex turner's songwriting Mm -hmm. because it's difficult to write a parody song Mm -hmm. it really is i'm no weird al (laughs) (laughs) welcome to Welcome to Favorite Worst Podcast. This is the mess episode. This is the no plan episode. Mm -hmm. We're going in. We're just here to vibe. Yeah. To discuss our tastes in music, our musical CV. Where did we come from? Where the hell do we go? Good question. (laughs) All right. I wanted to ask a few questions. So obviously this episode is not... Not going to be as structured as usual, but we're going to... As usual. Yeah. I mean, I'm just setting a precedent here by Mm -hmm. saying our podcast episodes are going to be super structured. So I wanted to start off talking about... Yeah, like I I guess all of us have been listening to music for a super long time. And there's always going to be those particular songs that will stick with you for years and years to come. And that also call you back to your childhood self or your teenage self and I I wanted to hear some examples from you and maybe bring some examples of my own that connect me to a particular time period in my life (laughs) Lottie is ready to go (laughs) rearing to go open (laughs) all right let's hear it no Mary you go first (laughs) I don't really have a clear answer to this it's very hard um I mean I go first okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so I was thinking about this and there are a lot of songs I'd say that are very typical for very specific time periods of my life. So Mm -hmm. there are songs that I can't listen to without thinking I was exactly there and I, the room smelled like this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My parents used to listen to uh, Credence Clearwater Revival <gasps> when I was in the womb, bitch. <laughs> Have you ever seen the rain? Well, it, we saw it today. Yes. yes. We live in a place that is very prone to rain. Um, and therefore, we have been seeing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But specifically, the song that I associate with my time in the womb is... <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't know the title of it. I have to figure that out quickly but it's a credence clearwater revival song that goes when i was a little pretty baby my mama would rock me in the cradle and oh, so I'm old. that was so tuneful yeah. <laughs> cotton feels back home and you know what the funniest thing is credence clearwater revival are from berkeley california these motherfuckers have never been <laughs> in a fucking cotton field but that's okay that's cool um, <laughs> this is all pretend you know yeah their whole, a lot, their whole thing I suppose, yeah, it's, it's just called Cotton Fields. 
<laughs> that <laughs> that's a new one for me yeah. yeah i haven't heard it either it's a very very nice song with beautiful harmonies in that beginning Ooh. that i just sang out for you and my my parents did listen to that a lot when i was in the womb and my dad sang it to me a lot when i was a very small baby that's so, so cute. <laughs> that's that is my earliest music memory i'd say oh is amazing. of that song yeah, that's a very early one. Probably yeah. much earlier than the womb. <laughs> <laughs> True. My my conception, I don't know. Yeah, mm, what they were we don't want to know the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a bit TMI. But how about you? Have you had a moment to think about it and you can... So I have... Oh, maybe we can go. <laughs> can I go? No, yeah, because yeah, I'm actually the second oldest yeah. in this so podcast arrangement. So True. now we're going in order of our childhoods. Uh-huh. Cecilia by Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, as a band, I listened to them a lot with my parents, but that song specifically is linked to a memory when I think I was like six or seven. So not that young. I was listening to music before, maybe a bit of like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the memory attached to this one was on a French like campsite. We went on holiday, yeah, I think it was 2006. And there's not much to do on French campsites during like stormy seasons. So I joined a little kids club on the campsite. And one night they put on a show for all the kids that had been involved in in the activities throughout the week what we should have been doing throughout the week is performing and preparing for this show but we weren't and so when it came to it on the day you had to just choose a talent that you had and a song to go over your talent so that had to play at the same time as you performing my chosen talent was a cartwheel, as in <laughs> one singular, <laughs> a cartwheel. singular cartwheel. <laughs> nice. And my chosen song was Cecilia by Simon and Garfunkel. So that just played, and you did one cartwheel. I did one cartwheel, and then I went to, to go Cecilia. and do another one. But me being the um, very uh, what's up, like a goody two shoes child as I was, didn't actually know if I could uh, exceed the limit for my talent. So I didn't know if the talent could be repeated, <laughs> i.e., I could do more than one cartwheel. So the entire of Cecilia was playing and my cartwheel just belonged to the first maybe five seconds of it <laughs> just stand though but that's good I just I mean? kind of like danced on the spot oh wow um, oh. but I actually ran off stage shortly after and no one knew where I'd gone and so it's also attached to a memory of my parents frantically looking behind me in a French <laughs> backstage like <laughs> shitty theatre show that wow. was set up in the middle of this campsite um, lovely yeah. That that's my memory. But you that's were giving cool. them some space. I think that's good. Yeah, I you was. were like, okay, enough of me. <laughs> yeah, Just to my the cartwheel song. stole the show, so I had to give someone else a chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure they were grateful to you mm. for that because sure. obviously, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, little known, <laughs> little known <laughs> band, indeed, <laughs> up and coming artists. But we've always stood behind them, mm-hmm. you know, as as music podcast arenas <laughs> <laughs> we're always down to support we are small and local artists yeah. yeah now i have to go yeah this is really hard i don't really have a lot of specific songs to tie to my childhood as a young child i listened to a lot of kadri for the dutch people listening go band three peas hmm. redhead blonde brunette Mm-hmm. the perfect mixture <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so that was a lot of that and then the end of my childhood 
sort of branch that was where One Direction started. But before One Direction became my main focus of interest, I was an ever-loving girly. I loved her. Oh, yeah. And I I told you I had pictures. I have a picture of my birthday cake uh, from when I turned... Oh my god! Wow, nine or oh, that's eight, awesome. I think, and she's on there. The lore runs incredibly deep. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, yeah. Here, there is a picture of me. I'm also see. Ah! There's a Union Jack. <laughs> it's so cool. This was the cake. I'll show you in a second. This was me with the cake, and that was the cake. That's everything wow. on a cake. Okay. But then the next year, everything changed. It was one direction. Wow. <laughs> wow, I love the the recurring the, theme here. Yeah, <laughs> the transition. We always we always did a picture cake, but really, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I don't know. That's part of your of your birthday tradition. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, interesting. But then from that moment on, it usually was one direction. But that's more did into you have my several team. One Direction cakes. Yeah, I think two or three. Incredible. That's many more than I've ever had in my life. Maybe it's just Harry at some life. point. Wow. Wow. I mean, not when I was like 17 or something, but <laughs> when I was 12 and 13. Last year. I've just been, just been <laughs> No, it wasn't last year. No. The love on tour cake. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would do that. Harry Styles, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I, ha- I had a cake. Merit has eaten your face. I have eaten your face. <laughs> Several times over. Several times. And my entire family has eaten your face. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a longer story. Uh, but we're going in. We're getting into Taylor Swift territory here, which we don't like to do at this podcast. That but we'll make nice a, a short <laughs> exception for this one. I, Maybe so to explain I was, first uh, the anti-Taylor Swift sentiment of this podcast. We, we mm. hate Taylor Swift in this household. Sorry, I was hating a strong word. <laughs> I think hate is a very strong word, but I'd say we are definitely not Strongly as crazy dislike. about taylor swift as other people no which will make publishing this podcast extremely difficult so i'd say we just avoid talking about her in the future so that there will be no sort of grunts of disappointment or or disapproval like her yeah okay okay we can maybe that'll salvage our reputation as a podcast as i said i was i was a big ever living fan and then i got to redecorate my room at some point like the first time I really had the reins in, in doing this and so it was a completely pink room and then me and my mom sat down to pick out some posters from magazines mm-hmm. to like put on my wall so there was one of Every Levine and I was like I want this on my wall I'm doing Every Levine I'm doing Every Levine <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Every <laughs> Levine on my wall and then I also saw Taylor Swift and I just thought she was pretty so I picked it out and I put it on my wall and then my dad was like but do you know who that is I'm like no and then he sat me down and we listened to you don't belong you belong with me maybe that's her re-recorded version <laughs> you belong with me and love story so i love those songs and that's very nostalgic um mm-hmm. but that's so also where it ended so your dad was the original swifty no, he's more of a swifty than i am he likes folklore and, and, and evermore that's incredible um, but wow. i but i mean he listens to absolutely everything he will give everything a chance yeah okay that's nice okay that's very nice. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the most specific it will get. Yeah. He's more generous than we are. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Taylor Swift. No, but also, he listens to the, the whatever, the, the, the release radar sp- uh, playlist oh, on Spotify. Yeah. Like, every Friday, oh. he will sit down and go through all the songs. Uh, but like he will just listen to, to, to 10 seconds and just know that this is something I like oh. and, or this is something wow. I don't like. And then just skips it. 
but that is an interesting ability that parents seem to have I suppose that it also comes with age Mm -hmm. but I was talking to my mom about this that um when she doesn't like a book she'll just stop reading it and I I don't really do that I feel like I I always give give books second chances or third chances or whatever because Mm -hmm. I I have like that ambition to finish what I've started Mm -hmm. and it's rare that I'll not finish a book, even yeah. if I don't like it. I just start another book at the same time, mm-hmm. but I don't want the other book to feel neglected. So <laughs> it's still on my currently reading list, but then my currently re- reading list is like 50 books because the neglected pile is, is growing. It's growing, yeah. yeah. That's true. So I feel like childhood music and teenage music is very, very distinct. So we've already kind of experienced in Merit's case the transition from Avril Lavigne mm. to, to One Direction, which One is Direction, kind of a weird... Which I do think I do think One Direction is peak teenage years uh-huh. music. Mm. Um, for me, I guess in my... Well, maybe before that, before uh, my teenage years, I was just the biggest Beatles fan mm-hmm. ever. Nice. <laughs> I love the Beatles. I'm still very attached to them, particularly Paul McCartney. <laughs> love you. <laughs> and this actually a memory that is connected with the Beatles and with the Netherlands is that the first time that I ever heard the Beatles was here when oh. we were staying at a friend's place and my dad was watching a concert film of Paul McCartney's and he was performing Eleanor Rigby and I kind of walked in and went like what is this song and it's stuck with me ever since so that was kind of my entry (laughs) point and I still have a lot of very sentimental attachments to Eleanor Rigby because it's my first Beatles song and (laughs) opened opened up a full world of music to me so that's very nice but then Teenage years, rebellion. You're yeah. like trying to find your own style, your own music that you enjoy. And for me, that was just listening to whatever was on the charts first, oh, first okay. and mm-hmm. foremost. Listening to Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. I was really into Shakira. Had a big Shakira moment. Mm. Beyonce, mm-hmm. Rihanna. Um, yeah, loved Rihanna. And it's interesting also that there was kind of a shift from rather listening to a lot of male artists to listening to a lot mm. of female pop artists. Yeah. But that really that really felt like a big moment for me. So I'd say Alejandro by Lady Gaga kind yes. of encapsulates that moment of early teen years mm-hmm. watching MTV and seeing that music video and feeling kind of like I was watching something that I wasn't supposed to watch. <laughs> And yeah, I still have so much love for Lady Gaga. Yeah. The Fame Monster. Yeah. I used to listen to that album on my iPod Nano, which is like fantastic. Lime green. And I'd have the wired headphones and the Fame Monster on shuffle. And I think she had a song called Happy I Could Die. So Happy I Could Die on it. Yeah. And yeah, tween age me. So even tween age, maybe slightly older, like 13, Mm. 14. Had so happy I could die on in my ears, looking out the car window, like constantly. You know, this is the meaning of existentialism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my philosophy is just Lady Gaga. <laughs> Truly, the bridge for me from when I was listening to Cecilia in the French campsite was probably Ed Sheeran in the most British I could possibly be. He soundtracked so much of like my growth as a teenager, and 
on such an emotional level as well. I remember listening to Give Me Love. Yeah, I feel like that song is connected to my childhood more than my... my oh, really? I mean, I'm also younger than you are. Yeah, so true. Maybe, maybe I keep was bringing like that up. 12. <laughs> yeah. No, but okay. uh, you were talking about, no, no, about uh, Lady Gaga and stuff, and that's also stuff that I connect more to my childhood than to mm-hmm. my teenage years. Yeah. Yeah, I... But sorry, continue. No, no, I think I must have been 12 or 13, so I yeah. guess, yeah. You were four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember listening to it. Again, it's always associated with travelling, so, like, listening to it, looking out of a rainy window whilst you're on the move. And I think I was actually moved to tears by Give Me Love by Ed Sheeran, which at the time felt like such a profound reaction. But when wow. I looked back, I was like, you need to get outside more and experience things. <laughs> I mean, song has a secret song at the end. They never knew about that. It does. That. That's a beautiful part. Oh. I feel like that's my favourite part of the song. Parting glass. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, it's almost um, chorally. This will go into the playlist you can listen to. Yeah, yeah, it will. So just stick around for like eight uh-huh. minutes in. Imagine if I just t- dr- name dropped the timestamp, like eight minutes 14 is when Parting Glass starts. <laughs> <laughs> what album is that off? Uh, plus. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. song. Yeah. Plus, okay. please. Plus. Pl- Sorry, plus. plus. Yeah. I genuinely think that naming your albums like that is not super beneficial to <laughs> recognizability. But I'd it's say. beneficial to his marketing team, yes. yeah. which now have the mathematical tour, which is like oh. uh, Taylor Swift's Eras, Eras yeah. tour. Ed Sheeran's Eras tour is coming out, and it's the mathematical tour. That is. And I, I want to go. I kind of hate that. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting, but to me, I don't know. If your albums have like names, it'll be much easier to be like it's off of that album. But if you're just like, oh, it's a, off of one of the albums with the mathematical yeah, symbols, no, like yeah, everyone's going to be talking true. about. It's it like, oh, be. what's the next one? Will it be? Yeah, pie. And also, yeah. even with even within the symbols themselves, like subtract could also have been minus. It uh-huh. could have also been yeah. take away. We're not good at math, ah. and that's why we shouldn't be talking shit on Ed Sheeran's, you know, <laughs> s- subtraction. <laughs> and addition game sorry Ed Sheeran <laughs> okay Merit you hadn't yes. you hadn't said what defined your rebellious teenage years or oh, was it just One Direction te- no I mean One Direction was quite early in my teenage years yeah. because they broke up so so that's true I don't know I mean there's a lot of things Arctic Monkeys came in at some point because yeah. I mean I only just left my teenage years <laughs> yeah. Mary is really in young. case you haven't heard <laughs> about this you know I'm only 21 so that was God. some years ago but I oh wait no I forgot about one important fi- it's Harry Styles of course because mm. that he took me from one direction to then Harry and then now Harry's sort of m- making room for it, other people wow you hear that, Harry Styles? Yeah. yeah. You're no longer on the birthday cake. No. Sweetheart. No. It's a sign of the times. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. I do like that song a lot as well. Yeah, actually. I love that song. I'm, I feel like I'm that's his, his, his highlight. And then he peaked at this first solo song and never peaked yeah. again. My wow. parents also like that song. Talking about songs which they don't abandon after 10 seconds. That one went down mm-hmm. well with my parents. Mm. I don't <laughs> think I showed it to my parents, but... You should. I don't know. I think it's all right. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like no offense, no offense to Harry Styles, but I think it's not worth. Sometimes it's not worth getting into an artist for one song that no. you like. Mm. I just, I mean, I listened to it because I was a big fan already, and yeah. he was my favorite One Direction member. So I just kind of followed him into what he was doing for his solo work, and mm. then I really liked that first album. And I guess I just hoped that that was going to be the direction that he was yeah. going to take, but then yeah. he didn't. 
They kind sort of, of does go very poppy, doesn't yeah, he, in the, go in the most recent Mainstream, album. our nice favorite word. Yeah. yeah. I have a take for rebellious teenage years music. Ooh, tell me. Which is when I'm thinking <laughs> when I'm thinking about it, a lot of like films and TV shows pop into my head, and I'm wondering whether, as an impressionable teenager, you kind of inform are informed, or your personality is built around the characters that you want to be on screen. And Ooh. so when you're watching them and they have a banging soundtrack, then that often becomes your next playlist. And I think in the case of Ten Things I Hate About You, oh. and also um, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, was ah. ne- a short-lived uh-huh. series that's now on Netflix. I don't know who originally released it, but the theme song for that was Bad Reputation yeah. by Joan Jett, which when oh. you're like in your teenage years and you hear a song like that, you just fully embrace it mm-hmm. because you think you should. And also the 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack, specifically One Night by the Bare Naked Ladies. I loved that song. I also just thought, I just have to learn every Isn't lyric. is Bad Reputation also in 10 Things I Hate About You? It is, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's already a theme there. I just wanted to be the kind of person that Bad Reputation was written about. <laughs> cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, I listen, I don't think I understood movies and TV shows until I was like 16, 17. I think before mm. that, I it's was still just... still teenage years, so... Yeah, but yeah. before that, I think I was just watching stuff and going like, yes, <laughs> that, was, that was entertaining. Yeah. But I didn't really think about stuff like, you know, narrative and... Mm the ideas that were being presented to me or the characters or any yeah. of that I mean, stuff. But that's not their central aim, I think. It's I, just yeah. for you to enjoy it, maybe think about it, but I don't know. But I think I think at sixteen, seventeen I started consciously watching movies and kind of enjoying them. And also maybe having that aspirational element to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I think my early my early sort of movie watching days were probably defined by stuff like Pulp Fiction. Ah, Um, I was really into Pulp Fiction for some time. And I guess that's also where we get into like my mid to late teenage years. Um, We get into my Tumblr era, the most important and most defining I'd say of Mm -hmm. (laughs) my lifetime. And I I did kind of, I, I was introduced to a lot of, wait, no, oh, okay. listen. Whoa. Big caveat. I was really into Glee. <gasps> oh, God, yeah. As a teenager. And that actually, you know, I would like to give a huge shout out to Glee for introducing me to a shit ton of music mm-hmm. that I still mm-hmm. enjoy to this day. Some of the most defining moments of like my early <laughs> teenage so life were defined by Glee. For example, I found the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is one of my favorite movies and musicals overall, through Glee. Mm, yeah. Cool. Of course. Because they did an episode on it. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for that. For all the harm that Glee has done, <laughs> generally, <laughs> culturally, I'd say that it, it did bestow upon me the gift of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and Neil Diamond. Oh, oh interesting. <laughs> <laughs> was had a had a moment where I was really into Neil Diamond. What Neil Diamond song is involved with Glee? I um, don't know. Uh, Sweet Caroline. Probably. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think Neil Diamond. I was talking to my mom about this recently, but I think Neil Diamond makes music that's sort of like so like foundational, mm. kind of. When you listen to it, it really it just touches like a sort of primal like music enjoyment part yeah. of the brain. I think yeah. that's I mean, true. Sweet Caroline, I associate with football. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say that, but I think that's because you're applying 
the foundational kind of chant like uh, yeah. element of music therefore the whole crowd can get behind it mm-hmm. and you literally can't resist joining in every time no matter how often you think oh surely yeah. we're not no, yeah, this that's, true, that's like, true every sport stars like crowning moment at least in english sport especially uh-huh. um yeah neil diamond has always played over the speakers and you mm-hmm. think like maybe they just want a different song maybe they want their favorite song to be associated with that moment and yet they get sweet caroline every time mm-hmm. but when you're there and you're in the moment yeah that's it true. feels that's like the only thing you could yeah. possibly sing other than three lines if you're english and in yeah, you never mm. walk alone oh, yeah, yeah and it's coming true home. but yeah. <laughs> i mean true. sweet caroline definitely has its place yeah also in the context of what we're saying my brother is who's actually younger than Merritt believe it or not there's someone out there who is um his all of his favorite songs like if he was going to create a playlist for his favorite songs it would be the about time soundtrack because that 19 year old boy is obsessed with about time as a film he watches it monthly like he has a designated monthly watch sometimes it's bi-monthly and um yeah every song involved in that soundtrack reminds me of him and I mean if you've seen the film Il Mondo the song that she walks down the aisle to and which in the film is special to it, the father-son relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my brother's song. So that's so specific, I, but so nice. It's, it's very specific, yeah. But it's the same kind of thing of uh, him watching the film and associating like mm-hmm. a lot of enjoyment and, of, and seeing himself maybe in yeah. the film. Just because he's ginger, but... <laughs> <laughs> then, my brother is ginger as well. And they're yeah, both 19. That Crazy. is weird. That is crazy. I was going to say this anyways, when you mentioned the band that was one brunette, one ginger, and one blonde, <laughs> I was going to say that's kind of like us. Yeah. <laughs> if you like squint your eyes. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit from very far away. But I was going to ask this anyways. It's good that you brought this up. Like, What are songs that connect you with someone that you love? Just yeah, El Mondo with my brother is, is yeah. a big one, and I think all of my family would share that. In fact, it's definitely going to be played at his wedding, so I feel like Aww. I have to say that. Um, That's so nice. Yeah. And also Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry. It's like a collective uh, family oh karaoke yeah. song. That is tragic to admit, yeah. but wow. <laughs> that just reminds me of Car Journeys when I was younger. And I think I mentioned last time any Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My dad's quite a quiet man and would normally take a back seat, but get a red hot chili pepper song on and he shows his voice (laughs) (laughs) shows his true self Mm -hmm. oh god now i have to come up with something yeah mine also weren't very profound and i feel like it's a question that merits a profound answer i mean i have one that i associate with my brother as well my brother who is also younger than merit (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) how amazing and it's Come a Little Closer by Cage the Elephant, ah. um, which for some reason, my brother and I at like, I mean, he was, he's seven years younger than me and I was maybe, yeah. So it was around when he was like 10 and I was 17 or something. Mm-hmm. And we were just really obsessed with that song. And when me and my family were on vacation together, him and I, we would, we would sing that song together mm-hmm. and just bug the shit out of everyone else in the car. So, yeah, I I associate that a lot with him, even though now our music tastes kind of have diverged a lot. And I'd say he is a lot more rebellious with his music taste than I am. But he also As in turning away from what your parents listen to. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he's also much more willing to share what he listens to because I tend to get a bit 
defensive about my music mm-hmm. taste because I'll be like, I really like this. And if you're not going to be into it as much as I am, I'll be upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's my that's attitude. Approach. <laughs> Have you come up with something? Mara only listens to music for herself. <laughs> there's no attachment <laughs> to anyone else. No, yeah. there's attachment to people, but not. It's more just artists or something instead mm. of specific songs. But one thing I would connect to to my father and my brother. But that's also more again to like a, a situation or a, a, a travel experience. And not, but I mean, I love them, so it's connected to someone I love. Aww. We went to where did we go? It was Santorini. Was it Santorini? Yeah, to Santorini. Yes, Ooh. I think it was Santorini, and we listened to Hypersonic Missiles by Sun Fender. I think <gasps> maybe not on repeat, but a lot of times. Mm. So that's a song I connect with both of them. Nice, and I will think of them when I do that song. But yeah. That's very nice. That's a good yeah. one. Also, Sam Fender is one that unifies families. Like, yeah. my parents mm. like Sam Fender. My mum especially loves Will We Talk. She she often requests that if we're shuffling songs together. But um, I also feel bad for not mentioning my mum now. So I feel like I need to give her a song <laughs> because I True. said dad and brother. Um, she loves Gloria by Laura Branigan, uh-huh. which is... I don't know that one. Oh, I'm not going to sing it because I won't do it justice, but I'm glad it's going to be added to the playlist for, yes. purely for this name <laughs> drop. Um, it's also in The Wolf of Wall Street. It's oh. it's featured on a lot of film soundtracks. It's just like one of those songs. Oh, um, yeah, the, the scene in Wolf of Wall Street where the... Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's been a long time since I watched it. Ah, okay. When they're on the ship and the ship uh, crashes. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the song okay. that was playing then. Yeah. yeah. It, but that, sorry, that reference just also reminds me of the song. But yeah, she loves that one. She loves anything by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, it's like there's some female power ballads going on My mum wanted me to say this because um, <laughs> I, I told her about the questions you had prepared and I was thinking about them. Um, as a very young child, I apparently was obsessed with Kelly Clarkson. Mm. Uh, I don't remember any of this, but my mom told me that we were we went swimming once, like to a swimming pool, mm-hmm. and that was, I was sitting at the top of the the, the water slide, and they they play music, and then <laughs> Kelly Clarkson came on, and then I shouted down, "Mom, mom, it's <laughs> Kelly Clarkson!" <laughs> and I think wow. I must have been like four or five That's so cute oh my god i mean i don't feel any sort of attachment <laughs> can i tell you guys something please i was born on the same day as kelly <laughs> i am you know me and Honored. her we have a, a, a connection clearly mm-hmm. I, I don't think i've ever <laughs> listened to her music <laughs> her like actively. song what's the one underneath the tree yeah that, i love that <laughs> I one i always know. forget that i love that song and then it comes on it's like this is such one. a good but christmas song 24th yeah. april shout out um kelly clarkson <laughs> ah, are you a gemini nope oh, so no i'm a taurus oh okay yeah Dumb. yeah i don't know anything about this no let's not okay. go there um i was i i looked up uh, alex turner's zodiac and he's a mm. capricorn january, right yeah, yeah, 6th of January, Capricorn. I don't know what that means, but no. I just wanted to bring it up and maybe go like, a Capricorn? Yeah. Oh my Man. God. Ew. <laughs> I wish I had the facilities for that, but I don't know enough. Yeah. No, that's all right. That's all right. I also want to bring something up mm-hmm. for my mom. Me and my mom listened to Amy Winehouse a oh, lot yes. growing up. We used to listen to that in the car and we in the listened. Car. Sorry. Yeah. It just keeps it just keeps coming up, doesn't it? This goddamn car. But yeah. 
Amy Winehouse was a big one for me and my mm-hmm. mom. And also, I don't know if you you guys have any recollection of this band called Hertz. From don't think so. They're from the UK. No way. Let me Google this. Spotifying them more right now. They're sort of a new AV band. Hertz? Like, yeah, like, like, ouch. Okay, yeah. They had, like, two or three hit songs in the early early 2010s I, I, I don't think i know them um maybe i mean the song titles don't suffer me but maybe i've heard the song i don't know wonderful life was a big one okay and stay uh-huh. by hertz the, the album happiness from 2011 was a big one as well i loved this album this is one of the first albums that i owned you know myself that was my own cd to listen to yeah cool do you listen to music on CDs or just... No, not anymore. I do get some because I yeah. like the album art. I got Lil Kana's album, Hugo, this year on in, mm-hmm. on a CD. And also I have Jamie T's Theory of Whatever, which was also released this year or last year, because if you ordered it, then you got uh, pre-sale access to his ah, Alexandra cool. Palace dates. So that's maybe a fake <laughs> reason to have the CD, but hey. I have it now, so it's cool good enough mm-hmm. i mean yes. not a lot i used to have some uh i have the one direction cds <laughs> um obviously <shop. laughs> but no vinyl i listen to them on vinyl oh mm. cool are you a cd person yeah definitely yeah, definitely cool. i i like owning my music and yeah, also that's cool i don't know recently i've been feeling some anxiety regarding how music stays kind of with us and i i don't know how secure stuff like spotify will be in the future you never know what's just going to disappear from streaming platforms Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to smaller artists so i'd say it's good to buy cds then you just own it Mm -hmm. forever yeah we don't have a place to play cds anymore i think maybe my brother's playstation might be the only place where i can play (laughs) a cd well i have i i have a cd player at home so I mean, you you can just buy it. It's not a big problem. Yeah, but I think it's, I don't know, for me at least, it's Mm -hmm. important. But yeah, maybe we can also use this moment to move on to Spotify. Spotify (laughs) We wanted to talk about what our Spotify wrapped of this year might look like. So we've got... Top artists, top songs, and maybe some embarrassing ones that we will be consciously kind of blanking out of our (laughs) Instagram stories. (laughs) Um, I'm just afraid that all my songs are going to be embarrassing. (laughs) All of them. All of them. Unshareable. Yeah, no, there were too many inside jokes this year, and I just Mm. listened to them a lot. And I'd say it's also kind of with song length. You know, we've talked about this before. Because when you play a song that's two minutes long, several times on Uh repeat, it'll immediately be played more often than a song that's seven minutes long or ten minutes long. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Anyways, who wants to start with their predictions for top artists? Top artists. Okay. I Um, wonder if we actually want a number one, or do you just Mm. just? I mean, I don't know. If you feel like you can pinpoint it, Mm. that's cool. But I think I'm just going to go for what who I think will be in there. Okay. Maybe not a number one, but one that you are willing to put money on will definitely be somewhere in there. And mm-hmm. I'm going to hold you to it and then you owe money. If yeah, you I think there's three that I'm absolutely certain about. Oh, okay. you have three. Okay. Who are your three? 
So it's Blur, Arctic Monkeys, and Joker Out, which is a Slovenian band that participate in Eurovision this year. But I love them. I actually, this oh. was amazing. I'm seeing them. What kind in of music? One week, one and a half week. They're coming here to, I mean, not to Utrecht, but oh. they're playing a show in Amsterdam. And I'm, cool. They make like, I don't know, it's just a bit of indie rock, I'd say. Nice. But it's in Slovenia, which is quite nice. Interesting. Nice. That is very interesting. I think I can normally put a bet on um, artists that I see live being ones that I spam mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. maybe a few months prior to the concert, which was definitely the case in the case of Paolo Lentini last year. I mean, he often features, but last year just went above and beyond. Um, just to name drop this again, I was the 0.001%. There was a lot of zeros in there of Paolo Lentini listeners Whoa. last year. And he actually knows that fact because... I have a connection to someone <laughs> who showed him the screenshot of my Spotify rap. There was no communication that ensued after that, but that's fine. He knows. Too bad. Of my existence. Reach out, Paolo Nutini, mm-hmm. uh, hey, podcast me. at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. We don't have an email address. Um, so he might still feature this year, but the other three <laughs> artists I've seen live this year were Olivia Dean, Arctic Monkeys, and Fred again. Have you so, already seen mm. Olivia Dean? I've seen Olivia Dean three times already. This wow. year? Yeah, and then I'm cool. seeing her again, again. in um, yeah. the party so next May. Cool. Nice. Yeah, she she's definitely going to be in there because her debut al- album dropped this year. And oh, yeah. I have been shuffling it a lot. It was actually a big comfort album when I first moved here Aww. because in the process of moving all my furniture around when I first got here and unpacking I just needed something that was familiar and mm. in the last few weeks of being in London not only had we gone to the concert but we'd also like my flat kind of bonded over Olivia Dean as an artist oh, that's cool. so I think she really reminded me of that kind of time in my life that had just ended as I moved here so she was on repeat a lot when I first moved to Utrecht nice what about you um so i think in my top artists this year i know that ways blood is in there Mm. um because i kind of discovered her music this year and i listened to her a lot also in a similar situation to you when i was moving out from home and there was a huge heat wave at the time and so moving all of my stuff was an immense pain in the ass and I was struggling a lot with it. (laughs) And just in the background of that was the soothing tones of Way's Blood. I unfortunately missed her concert here in Utrecht, but Fena went instead. (laughs) Shout out Fena. Um, Yeah, so that's sad. But I do love her a lot, and I'm glad I I discovered her music this year. Then someone else, Lana Del Rey, is definitely Mm -hmm. in it this year. I loved her most recent album and listened to it a lot, sort of right as it came out and still do now maybe i i'm not sure it's either gonna be kendrick lamar in there as well or father john misty okay not both i don't know if both depending on what i listen to for the rest of the year Uh, i feel like either could be kicked out but i think it okay so you think one of them would be your five yeah okay Mm. i think i think it might end up being father john misty i'm i'm sort of uh a long-term stand. Mystifier. Whoa. 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 That just came out of nowhere. The mystifiers. <laughs> I don't know if he endorses, you know, fan culture like that because he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably philosophically opposed to that, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, so those are, those are three artists that I think will be in there. I think maybe also Kate Bush because oh, I listened yeah. to her a lot in the beginning of the year. 
I had a huge phase with the dreaming. We'll get to that when we get into top songs. Childish Gambino. Mm. Love you, Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Hi. We <laughs> talked about him in class. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apologies. Fiona Apple. Good choice. Just, yeah. Love you forever, girl. You are just, you are my second mother. Um, <laughs> Father my, Joe Misty and Fiona Apple is your parents. Oh. Although, I mean, I don't think they know each other. I know that Lana Del Rey and Father John Misty are like buddies. Uh-huh. So I guess they they could be mom and dad for mm-hmm. me. That's so nice. <laughs> um, and Frank Ocean might also be in there. I listened to a lot of Frank Ocean this year. Cool, yeah. Have a late um, edition of the XX. Oh, if you're cool. familiar with the XX. Yeah, I saw them live. Actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, so I was talking to my friend yesterday who also loves the XX, and we were both distraught over the fact that we've never seen them live. How was it? I'm sorry. I have to I have to reveal to you that I'm not a huge fan of the XX. I just had <laughs> tickets and went, and I didn't know any of their songs, and I just went and had a good time. And I, mean, I don't remember something. I don't remember any of the oh, songs. Oh, okay. I don't remember shit about it. That's fair enough. I but think a lot nice. of their, their songs aren't, they're not like earworms in mm, that sense. No. They, I mean, I explain it a lot as when I study, I need music that's not got lyrics because mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. get distracted. Even if it's the most basic pop lyrics, I'll be there like overthinking them as a way to distract or um, yeah. procrastinate from actually studying. I'm like, mm, let me think about what Ariana Grande <laughs> is saying right now. Um, so I need things that don't have lyrics in that sense. So the XX or Alt-J, as oh, well yeah. it's where kind of lyrics where you're they're mumbling so you don't actually know what they're saying <laughs> <laughs> so i find with the xx that i often reach to put them on shuffle mm. in those moments also when you just need like the quieter vibes to yeah. zen out. but um they will also get mentioned in my songs that's for mm. sure there's a really nice alt j uh song dancing in the moonlight mm-hmm. and they did it live for spotify as in is their song or is it the top loader thing uh, it's their song, okay. I believe. <laughs> the top but order thing. <laughs> they, the old it, chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> but they incorporate the riff from Small Town Boy mm, okay. into it. And it's really beautiful. I never realized that. It's very nice. This is going into the playlist because mm-hmm. it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it always kind of makes me cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that oh. song generally, Small Town, that. Boy, Small Town Boy is... What was a scandal in terms of Alt J was that they were on at the same time as Elton John at Glastonbury, oh. and Alt J would have drawn a crowd because I just think even if mm. you were a kind of on the fence Elton John fan or you only know Rocket Man or whatever, you still went to Elton yeah. John. I, I mean, mean, I watched it on television. Yeah, exactly. And we watched Alt J on television after as well because me and my flatmate were debating whether if we had gone and been there, whether we would have been part mm. of the crowd at Alt J instead of Elt J. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as was the debate for the week um yeah but that was a poor decision but then maybe they benefited from it because they really had truly hardcore fans in, mm-hmm. in their crowd so who knows but it was still a good set but so was Alan John's to be fair so all right Merit, your turn who are your top artists I already said three oh. but I can add maybe two sorry I don't <laughs> <laughs> So these three I'm really sure about, Mm -hmm. but then for the rest, it could be anything. Maybe it's Paolo Nutini. Maybe it's Frauke, Dutch one, because I saw her live. Yeah. 
could be a One Direction. I had a bit of a, a fallback. Yeah, a bit of a fallback. Fall that sounds negative. Resurgence. <laughs> yeah, or worst case scenario, it's this gold Blanca from Eurovision with her stupid song solo, which is definitely going to be in my top five songs. I'm not going to sing it here. Well, maybe I. Maybe, maybe should. I should. She starts saying, <laughs> "Baby, it's kind of crazy." <laughs> How else to phrase it? For you, I lost my senses, <laughs> baby. <laughs> what happened to you? I thought I knew you, and then she says something else, and then, and then the chorus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want our listeners to imagine <laughs> Merit with the most straight-faced, like none of us were prepared for that. <laughs> and now she's like, now I'm better. So low, so low. Never. And then she goes like down, <coughs> diddy down, 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 something like wow. that. And I'm gonna show you, show you, show you what you think you're missing out. Oh. I mean, she has a, another song called Better, which I actually. Talk just about something because yeah. I'm going. <laughs> the lyrics to this are, um, oh my god, um, she's she's not very famous. She just suddenly rose here because of Uni- Eurovision. And I was l- looking through these lyrics. I'm like, who the fuck wrote it? Well, she wrote it, and that explains <laughs> everything. Oh, wait, we shouldn't not- bully this up and coming artist. No, no that's no. not in the spirit of favorite worst podcast. No, it's okay. Not. It's also not in the spirit of Eurovision, which you are a big fan of. I know, exactly. but I just love to hate her. I mean, we can cut <gasps> we this out. We don't use the hate word. Oh, sorry. I love yeah. to dislike her. <laughs> uh, we we don't have to keep this in the podcast, but I just want to share these lyrics with you, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. When you walked through the door, I said I wasn't sure. I said I wasn't sure. I never wanted more. But you brought me back to shore. You showed me what is more. Much better than before. Much better than before. And amidst the fire, the burning desire, you turn out a liar. You turn out a liar. Now you're my supplier. Now you put me higher. I'm better than before. Much better. Uh, When the sun comes up, then you fade. And she sings sings it like, fade. (laughs) Um, When the sun comes up, then you fade. A A hold on my waist, boy. A A hold on my <laughs> waist. And okay, second verse. Now I'm rolling in the deep, cruising through the street. Star boy on repeat, bad boy on repeat. You see me looking good, hoping that you could. Okay, and this is my favorite part. Hmm, I wish you understood. Cheating's not so good. No, <laughs> <laughs> no pay for the moment and pray for the moment when she pulls you near. Your eyes sheds no tear. Oh, I still remember God. what you did last September. Yeah, I still remember. I still remember. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. I mean, this is kind of very. It's um, so poetic. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like, Do you see the um the pitbull pitbull video that went viral recently? No, I don't like, think so. Time is not a waste yeah, of no, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tam, Tam is... Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm trying to imitate him. It's quite a good impression. Of Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. going through tough times. <laughs> 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 Why is it Kermit? <laughs> Why is it Kermit, Pitbull? Um, <laughs> How do you get... Now you're my supplier. I feel yeah, like that was the moment where I was like, oh, she used the rhyming dictionary <laughs> to get to I wonder what supplier. that's about. Where did Miss she girl. place at Eurovision? I mean, she did better than my fucking Slovenian band, well, which is well, unexpected. Better than the British and James well. Yeah, but that's just because it's a very catchy song. And uh, like bringing up Rolling in the Deep, I'd say, is also a pretty surefire way of <laughs> showing the audience that you're maybe not. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. Shout out Adele. Yeah. <laughs> not someone we mentioned yet. True. 
What did you think of Adele's most recent album? To be fair, I do think I'd Drink Wine might actually be not anywhere near my top five, but in the top 100 maybe for this year. Oh, I don't know why. I just really? had, Also because of what you were saying earlier about longer songs. And mm. that is a long song. Oh, okay. um, mm-hmm. And there was just a while where just kind of had the vibe though. I yeah. wanted, you know, it's got a bit yeah, of a nice Adele growl. doesn't do it for me. No. I think the most recent album, I was kind of underwhelmed with the lyrics. Yeah. And... I get that. I respect I, what she said about writing it for her age group because that's the way that she talking about mathematical album names as well. <laughs> her with her numbers, true. So she it's called Thirty, and she wrote it for people that are growing up with her. So people that are thirty, which no, isn't us. She's not. Is she thirty? I think she. I think she's older. Maybe, maybe she's she older. Maybe but she wrote she, it. When yeah, she also was older than twenty five yeah, when twenty five released. Like mm. it's it's the writing process. I mm-hmm. think that she ties to the age. Which which is then honors what she's saying about writing it for that age group because yeah. yeah, it's what you're thinking and feeling at that time. I mean, I liked I liked the more R and B approach mm. to her sound, but I think the lyrics kind of felt a little corny from time to time. Some yeah, in places. If, if I'm honest, it did make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a three sixty, yeah, or one eighty. No, three sixty. Uh, Mine is not off the Clearly. Clearly. Did a three sixty. Okay, podcast arenas. Uh-huh. Let's move on. Top songs. Woohoo! I don't know. I think I yeah. know pretty certain. Like. Pr- pretty Ooh. for certain what my top songs are going to be maybe not my my number one top song mm-hmm. but my top songs will be get out of my house by kate bush which i listened to on repeat at the beginning of this year i simply adore the way that she starts making those donkey noises in the middle of the song i'm not familiar with this song so i'm no, looking so, forward to yeah, the episode you, to, <laughs> you have to listen to the song it's so freaky She's like, get out of my house. And then she starts making donkey noises. And you're like, yes. That sounds great. Mm. Yeah. Kate, tell him. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my fucking house. Then, also early of this early this year was Pyramids by uh, Frank Ocean, mm. which also is such a long song. But I know that I've listened to it several, several, several times. And Role Model by Brent Fayez was in there. Then sort of a stray song that I was just really obsessed with for a while is What's a Girl to Do by Bat for Lashes, Mm. which is like early 2000s, like maybe 2010s indie, Mm -hmm. also from the UK. I haven't listened to much of her other stuff, but this song is really good. Uh, It should go into our playlist. Yeah. Then Blue Monday. By New Order. Oh. It's just, I'd say a constant throughout the year because I love that song. Yeah. And then ever since moving here, I have made a playlist for myself that's called Piece of Shit Music. <laughs> and <laughs> it's kind of music that I listen to when I just want to feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. And it includes a lot of sort of punk music. Mm-hmm. And one of the songs on there is called Nervous Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> and... It's just, it's just something to rock out to. <laughs> nervous yeah. breakdown. Just having a nervous breakdown. It's just about being crazy and about being um, disturbed and kind of, yeah. 
<laughs> having a hard time, having a rough time. Such fun. Yeah. yeah. Are you no, okay? I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm having a bad time. I'm really not. But sometimes it's enjoyable to get into that mind space and be a bit chaotic <laughs> yeah. and be a bit angry. I'm not having a bad time, but sometimes on yeah. Tuesday afternoons I am. Yes. That was no no targeted attack on Tuesday afternoon. It's also it Monday came. afternoon. <laughs> we're, we're good. So we're good. Oh, I actually want to add another one by Father John Misty. How many songs Sorry. were in your top five? <laughs> Sorry, but I just know we're that We're not good at maths again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the top songs are always a longer list, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean, but there's like a top you'll five. get a top five in there's the like a little report. Five. Last song. Ideal Husband by Father John Misty, which is also a really good song. Oh. Um... And he really kind of, yeah, he just talks his shit. Did you listen to Ideal Woman from Celeste? Mm-hmm. After, are they connected in any way other than by title? Um, no, because he essentially talks about uh, like how much of a piece of shit he is. And okay. then goes, oh, wouldn't I just make the ideal husband? Okay, okay, I see. It would have been nice if they were like, they could have yeah. been a married song. No. Mm. no Did you like it not. though? I liked it. Yeah, okay. it's very beautiful. Mm. It's very chill. Yeah, chill. I like that. Chill. Just vibe. I'd say uh, that's the piece of shit music is like the opposite of chill music. Okay, okay. it's it's what you uh-huh. listen to when you need to. You just clean your room completely unhinged. Yeah, um, yeah. And punch a wall or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Okay. Celeste isn't that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to share a piece of shit music with anyone. By the way, sorry. That's <laughs> that's my own little <laughs> private pleasure to listen to. <laughs> who goes next i can go i think i've mentioned a few already and yeah quite often mine is tied to my artist which i don't know if is the case for everyone like a lot of the songs come from the artists that are in your top five as well sometimes there's some curveballs in there um i have some by arlo parks some as in (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> like several not the song some but her or impurities or she did a cover of patty smith's redondo beach that one out of the ones i've just named dropped should definitely go on our episode Ooh. playlist because i recommend okay and noted it's it's been consistent throughout the year which i think is often a driving factor for getting on on the top five list i love arlo parks so i think their music's great and they also released a poetry book this year oh. i think I haven't heard about that. The lyrics are um, very poetic, so I'm not surprised that that's kind of taken form. I think one of Fred again's songs will be in there because, like I was saying, I spammed him before the concert. So we had a playlist in summer that I created with my friend and flatmate, and we invested in a barbecue uh, actually inherited a barbecue not invested we we stole it from some neighbors um, <laughs> <laughs> and that led to a lot of people coming around for barbecues almost every weekend which was amazing oh, highlight so of nice summer 2023 was great drinks but we needed <laughs> thank you guys thanks for the hype we needed a playlist because we kept arguing over the music and you just need something that keeps the vibe mm-hmm. and it's chilled mm-hmm. it's not like you're getting ready to go out or anything like that but you also kind of you might be sat there with some beers or whatever and like it's still a party atmosphere so we created a playlist called in the sun together which is just a nice cute. little title yeah, right that is so nice um and we swore by this playlist like it was on repeat the whole time so i think because my phone was quite often connected to the speaker in that scenario there's a song from there will be on it and one was unforgettable by french montana 
you, if you hear it, you'll you'll recognise it. Mm. I mean, it's, it's it's a pop classic from the last um, five years, ten years maybe. I don't know when that came out, but it was that's the vibe of the playlist. If that if that helps you picture. Um, lots of English people sat around a barbecue in the summer <laughs> having corn on the cob with French Montana <laughs> playing the background delicious and then just based off what I was saying before one of the Olivia Dean's songs on her album Messy maybe the title track Messy because mm. when I first listened to that me and my friend agreed actually one of the, the girls I went to see her with that we didn't love Messy as the title track but after you listen to the whole album then go back to it actually it stands and also Dive by Olivia Dean. I'm thinking some of these are going to be on there. Mm. Nice. Uh, yeah. Okay, then it's that's my turn. I am very unsure about my top five songs. I think these five songs will be in, in the top 100 playlists. And this is just a guess that they might end up as a top five, but it could be anything. For Blur, I, I listen to a lot of Country House and Tender. But Tender <laughs> is quite a long song. So that... Mm, might influence it i had a bit of a country house phase listened to a lot of country house so that might be there but that was more towards the beginning of the year so i don't know and then yeah i'm i'm afraid of it but it will be so low Mm. down (laughs) down down down, down, that i just really want this song to go into the playlist yeah (laughs) don't worry i hate it so sorry i strongly dislike it it, but i love it so (laughs) And then I think this song called Jan might end up in my top five. It's a Swedish song singing about where all the where did all the Jans go? All the people called Jan. Oh. Uh, it's it's a it's a really cute song. Love that. Uh, Probably Switzerland. Yeah. There's a lot of Jans. Yeah. But are they young people as well? Like yeah. Just, okay, interesting. Yeah, some people from my generation. Yeah. I mean you wouldn't know oh, about okay. that because uh, obviously. <laughs> No. Shut up! <laughs> um, and then I think maybe Carpe Diem, which is the Eurovision song of the, the Slovenian mm. band. That's how I discovered them. I'm excited to listen to this, actually. Yeah. I really genuinely like them. Like, I'm, like I'm, sometimes, you know, sometimes Eurovision songs can be really quite good, but yeah. most of the time for me, it just stays there. It's like, oh, I like this song mm-hmm. in the competition, mm. but... This was just a five piece and they wow. play instruments, like actually generally play instruments. Not on Eurovision, you're not allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then I just listened to, they have two albums, but especially the last one, it has a nice cover, so that got me. Just, mm. oh, maybe I should listen to the album. And then I listened a lot to the album. So, cool. But I think this was the first one that I listened yeah. to, so I think that might be in my top five. As a lover of Eurovision, do you find that your Spotify wrapped... Uh, the page that gets to the amount of uh, artists you've listened to from all over the world is like the most diverse that it possibly could be. Although no, actually, no, because Eurovision really... itself isn't that diverse, right? Yeah, and there will be some songs from Eurovision in my top hundred. Like half of the songs will end up in there, but not. I listen. Don't listen to them so much that mm. they will show up in a sort of geographical summary of what I've oh, listened okay, to. Okay. Okay. Maybe because most of these artists are also really small, so they might just not have the yeah. data to mm. go with that. Yeah. But that's it, I think. Maybe I'm just Ken. But I think that will be lower. It might be top 10, not yeah. top 5. <laughs> I was going to say, like, maybe each of us can name, like, an embarrassing song. I'm just Ken. Yeah, me too. Or, um, 
okay. Is this the Bin Laden I know, thing? I know y'all want to hear about <laughs> the Bin Laden song. Okay, so. quickly explain because this sounds problematic. <laughs> okay, no, it's it's a it's a Lonely Island song. Oh, called the Finest Girl. The information you need. Um, uh, it's called Finest Girl in parentheses Bin Laden. <laughs> so so um, listen to it at your own discretion. This and, playlist um, is going to be so weird. <laughs> I really like it. It's a really catchy song i listened to it a bunch of times but i don't know if i don't i don't know if i actually listen to it enough to warrant an inclusion in my top songs but i think i'm just can definitely top in 100 there. or top five uh top 100 okay um ryan gosling uh owns, owns. Uh, my heart no it might <laughs> not mine but yours <laughs> <laughs> ryan gosling um shout out to you Lay off the if fake you tan. Happen to listen to the favorite you, worst podcast. If you listen to the favorite worst podcast, I Hi love Ryan. you. Hi Ryan. <laughs> Hi um, Goss. Gossy. Mr. Goss. The Goss. <laughs> we gotta stop this year. Lottie, what's an embarrassing song that you listened to this year? What well, I was thinking off the back of that. I did have one in my head, but then actually it's not embarrassing. I was gonna say "Stay," which is from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack, Ooh. and it's the one that's like just a little bit longer. That song. I don't know. I don't recognize it, but okay. I love that you go there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't dare. I also now, like you said, I just wanted to mention it to get it on yeah. our episode playlist. <laughs> um, I just want to introduce introduce everyone to solo solo down 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 down. <laughs> yeah, it's our mission as a podcast <laughs> to endorse this song. We're just going to start randomly name dropping songs that we want to be on the playlist. Like no content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, also, <laughs> <laughs> my actual answer to that will be a song that's not embarrassing in itself, but it's embarrassing the time at which I come to it because it's from a while ago. Five o'clock in the morning by Lily Allen and T Pain. Again, I was saying <laughs> it's I five o'clock in the morning. Conversation got boring. Said you're going to bed soon, so I snuck off to your bedroom. Also, nice rhyming lyrics. Yeah, cool. that, there's it's a, a, there's it's a, a theme. small upgrade yeah. from, from Supplier. I love, and I love Lily Allen, so... That's what I was going to say. She's an artist that I haven't really mentioned, cool. but also her album No Shame is in my top albums of all time, like mm-hmm. and has cool. been since it was yeah, released. Yeah, Not Fair was my favourite song as a child, which is quite weird. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's like a media resurgency of that song because people uh-huh. are re-listening to like, it oh now. Oh my God, like, the lyrics. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is crazy. But like Alfie mm-hmm. and Fuck You, those yeah. are definitely mm-hmm. just songs that she is my great. British friend from my early from teenage Britain. years um, <laughs> introduced me from Britain. Yes. Um, okay. We don't have a lot of time left. Ooh. So I want to do last round of last song you listen to. Oh, 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 oh for oh, today. Maybe, that. maybe this time it'll be more genuine. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Actually, it is for me. I wasn't doing Arctic Monkeys research this week. Oh, so. fuck. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> let's, hear it. let's hear well, it. Well, yeah, let's we just it. talked. It. It's fucking you, Grant. It's Pop Goes My Heart. <laughs> pop Goes Which will be heart. in my top 100 now that Shout we're on the topic. Oh, well, then it's apt for this podcast yeah. episode, so that's fine. Mine is Telegraph Avenue, Oakland by childish gambino ah. signore gambino <laughs> ti voglio bene <laughs> come to italy <laughs> what <laughs> for me it's play me something nice by joseph and joseph is an artist you should check out if, okay cool if you don't know no i don't know yeah. i don't know 
very good vibe. Joseph. Just Joseph. called Joseph. Yeah, but it's J O E S E F. Joseph. Yeah. I think Joseph. Yeah. I don't know how to. Okay. Joseph. 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 Yeah. All right. Any final words? Don't get out of song again, Merit. Please don't. Get out of my house. <laughs> She's preparing. <laughs> can anyone do donkey noises? No, I cannot, but I can sing oh. solo. You know, um, oh. <laughs> what did we just say? <laughs> I haven't sung it yet. No more. Okay, okay. anyways. <laughs> thank no, you but We can much. listen to it while we close up here. Bye-bye. See you That's next a week. That's a wrap. That's, That's a wrap. <laughs> a wrap on the Spotify wrapped. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye